Netflix book club. Netflix book club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Netflix book club. My name is Dennis Rooney. I'm Stephen McDonald. And we're sitting here with a very special guest today, ladies and gentlemen, making his second or third appearance on the NBCP. Uh, second. This is it. Second. We didn't have you on the first. If they, you if you count ones you've released, uh, <laughs> I haven't been on any. No, we did release. No, we released that one. it. I told you we released, we released that one. Unicorn Unicorn Star. Oh, you did. Yeah. We put uh, it under the. Ago. It was like kind of under the paper. Like we didn't promote it or anything. Yeah. No, it's been one of the. It's one. It's it's outpaced a bunch of other episodes that we've put out. Is you, that the one we're getting all the hate mail about? for? Sorry. I don't know. Hate did you hear about Mike? social media? Why don't you tag me? <laughs> I did. No. I tried. No. You tagged the wrong person. Well, well, who I should we have did. tagged? What's your name? I hope I tagged Mike the wrong Tui. person. Mike That'd Tui. Mike Tui. Better. Ladies and gentlemen, the great yeah. and powerful Mike nice. Tui is here with us today. Cool. Uh, what's going on in your life, Mike? How's things? Everything good? I'm good. You're okay? Well rested, yeah. sober. How you feel? <laughs> Clean eating, living. I don't believe anything I'm you're just saying. I'm grateful now. and I appreciate every day, you know? It's like a 90 degree day here in you Brooklyn. You wake up, you do a sun salutation. Yes, all the salutations. <laughs> Mike got out of his Uber out front with a uh, flight jacket on, <laughs> just sweating beads, <laughs> maniacal look on his face, like, I haven't rested in 12 days. <laughs> Let's go talk this movie. <laughs> um, my name is Dennis Rooney. Follow me on Instagram, Dennis Rooney 7. Follow Netflix Book Club all over the place. Throw us a review. Steven, what's going on with you? Um, I don't have a ton going on. I got a, I got a show coming out. Um hopefully in the next week or so on the vert app. Hey, if we you, haven't heard about the vert app in a while. Yeah, if you if you check out it's VRT. Um I've got a show called Minis that I uh that I did where it's uh it's D&D, D&D it's D&D Minis. Uh it's kind of the life and conversations of D&D Minis when you're not around. Guys, check that out. I know uh, I'm going to check it out. That's Dungeons It's a fun Dragons, little it's a fun little show. Figurines. Yeah. This is like Kablam. This is what it reminds me of. Kablam. It's kind of like Kablam cuz they don't move. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. We shot video. We, we shot budget. video. No, we shot video that should have just been stills. Yeah, but it's more fun as video. Um, there's one episode where the where the minis have been left on a table and the TV is on in the room and uh, and the TV is blurry, but they're watching Equilibrium. Oh, uh, that's a that's a little behind the scenes. That's like a trivia. That's something you'd find the trivia. Yeah, section. a little behind the, the scenes trivia. I'm um, heading over to Vert right now. Headed over to Vert, everybody. Uh, but first, let's let's talk about the movie that we watched this week, ladies and gentlemen. We watched We Have Always Lived in the Castle. It Is came it in out the castle or in a castle? We have always lived in the castle. I I keep I, I gotta change. You watched so. the wrong movie? You lived we watched <laughs> the castle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched We Bought a Zoo. Um so I w- how did we land on this film? I how we I, landed? Did I send you how food? we landed on this movie was was that you sent me this and two other movies. Um, I didn't want to watch any of those movies, including this one. Including this one. That's right. I didn't know anything about any of the movies. I looked up the other two, and I was like, I don't want to watch this, and I don't want to watch this. And then, uh, and then I wanted to watch uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Sorry, Mike, you didn't get to watch and, that. Uh, I've seen that like four times. <laughs> I've seen it twice. That's great. And That's I'd great be happy one. to watch it again and then talk about it. I haven't and seen it And then Dennis was you like, haven't no. Seen it? No. Wow. Uh, we got to watch it for next week. But um, Can't wait but for the other episode of this. <laughs> and you were like, I was like, can we do Spider-Man? And you said, no. 
And then well, I, I said, because I wanted to, sa- I want to save it for my buddy Ray Goots. He'd be perfect for to have that, you know. Goots, Goots, Goots. I don't even know him, but I'm gonna say his name like that. Comic book aficionado. But I, uh, so I just, I looked back at the text and I was like, well, let's do the castle one. I didn't Did know. Did you even I, check like stills or anything? No, you just didn't, didn't check anything. So by title alone, that's how by we By title alone. Okay. Uh, you I, know why I didn't go and check it? Because we have always lived in the castle is too long of a title. I didn't want to type it all in. You, what I did, I just wrote But I looked cast. at the other two. I looked at the other two because they were like one word titles. And yeah. I was like, no, no. I guess we'll go with the castle yeah, one. You didn't want to bum yourself out by looking at the third one and being like, I don't want to watch any of these. <sighs> so I'll just... A lot of stuff. I, You know, I our, our whole premise is to watch things on Netflix. And uh, Netflix needs to get better at making movies. Hey, wow. this is not a Netflix original. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. No, no, I don't mean this one. But like a bunch of stuff on Netflix is just trash. Netflix, keep swinging the bat. I like it. Um, no, no, I want them to keep swinging the bat. It's just that I want them to get sooner or later... Get better at batting. They can't be all bird box. You know what I'm saying? That their shows are better than their movies. They why are. is that? There's a big disparity. In because people want to watch TV. Hmm. That's why. People they algorithmically, algorithmically, Netflix has realized they saw they they put they've dumped so much money into TV because uh, TV people watch TV more. And also, what people like is it's the same thing with stand up. Why they started doing the thirty the thirty minute stand ups is because people spans. people pause after thirty minutes into a lot of hours. You're right, Mike. Huh? <laughs> he's sitting over here like he's dying. <laughs> what? There's no video element. Why you gotta Steven, out me like this? Steven started talking and Mike just grabbed his face <laughs> and started squeezing. Look, it. I know I talk a lot, and feel free to cut me off or jump in at any moment. I feel like he was just about to start saying, "Why the fuck did I agree to do this today?" <laughs> No, no, let's fucking, let's do this castle. Let's do this. Uh, I think it's time for you to ask me a question, Stephen. Yeah, uh, Dennis, what's the worst way to describe this movie? What's the worst way to describe this movie? Oh, yeah. What's the worst? No, it's already played. Uh, I'd say one way, the worst way to describe this movie, and you start thinking, Mike, because we're going to ask you next uh, I would say if Wednesday Adams wanted to fuck her sister, but that lust didn't extend to aunts and uncles and cousins, like just immediate family fuckery, uh-huh. uh, and she wasn't a real witch, but she was a wannabe witch, um, the lengths she would go to for that Stepford wife feeling that she got from her sister... This is such a long explanation of the worst way. This is hey, the worst way to describe this movie. Did you want the worst way or the best <laughs> way? <laughs> uh, this movie is a bastardization. It's not a bastardization because whatever. We'll get into it. But We'll, just get, in, we'll quick, get into it, how you feel about it. Quick What's, note. This is a uh, adaptation of a novel by Shirley Jackson. Yeah. A famous horror writer. So. Um, what, Tui, what's your, I, what's your you worst know, way to describe this movie? It seems like the book is probably better than this movie. Typical white guy answer. That's, your, you know, that's listen, your worst way to describe I, this movie? I recently learned how to read, and I think after watching this, the book is probably better than the movie. Okay. Um, I'll say that. You know, a, a lot of things annoyed me. I have a list of things. I, they're <laughs> we'll they're get notes, but they're really we'll just things that annoyed we'll, me. We'll get to it after the break. Okay. Uh, my <laughs> worst way to describe this movie is if Wes Anderson got really close to about to direct a movie and then got pneumonia and then Tim Burton stepped in to finish directing Ooh. this movie 
you would get this movie. Not a bad, yeah. This is this is a Wes Anderson film directed by Tim Burton. I think it and none is. of them and none of them were involved in the making of the movie. Shit, you're right. That's really on the nose. What did I say? I said read the book. You said read the book. <laughs> you're supporting the arts and education. <laughs> yeah, you're supporting the arts in a different way. A really short rundown, actual rundown of this movie is uh, there's a family, two sisters and an uncle who live in this house up on the hill outside of town, and they're kind of hated by the town for a bunch of reasons, uh, but they don't really leave the house. Um, the older sister got acquitted of the murder of the rest of the family, the mom and dad, yeah. uh, years ago. and ever Mom since and dad then, and aunt. And aunt, yes. And the correct. uncle got poisoned but didn't die. Uncle got poisoned but didn't die, and he still lives with them. And uh, this is just them kind of going about their business until a cousin comes along, a well-to-do cousin who seems to be interjecting into the family relationship, and ultimately we find out that he's really just trying to get a little money, I think, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah was he well-to-do? He'd gone to Florence or Venice, wherever the fuck he was. Well, did he? He, seen, he was, ooh, yeah, I think all that and more. We'll get to on. that right after the break. Uh, we will hit the break. Uh, see you in a sec. My name is Mary Catherine Blackwood. The Blackwoods have always lived in this house. And we will never leave here, no matter what they say or what they do to us. Never. My question to you guys is, stream it or don't stream it? <laughs> oh, God, we missed the stream it or don't we stream it We missed the again. stream it or don't stream it. I'm sorry, I wanted to hit the break, so I want to talk about this so badly. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with stream it. Really? Yeah. I didn't love the movie. You surprise me every week. I didn't. Stephen. I didn't absolutely love the movie, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's not like a hard like you have to stream this. It's so good, but it was a good little movie. It wasn't quite me like in my taste. Like it wasn't in my wheelhouse of exactly yeah. what I like. But like right. it was a good little movie. Why do you like when something happens? I yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> movies where things happen. It's not just two trips to the market and a bunch of weirdos. Yeah, no, don't stream this. Don't book. stream. You didn't like it? I, it's, no. But you're going to read the book. Re- you should read the book. I'm sure the book is better. Support Shirley Jackson and her writing. Uh, I'm with you, Tui. I wanted to like this movie. I was really rooting for it. Uh, and it's close to being a stream it, but it's just missing something. This movie is uh, it's cool. It's eerie. It's shot well. It's well acted. And it just falls flat. It just to be, falls super flat. To be completely honest, here's the I because I sat through most of this movie going, do I would I say stream it or don't stream it? Uh-huh. I got a bunch of problems. How long into a movie do you start asking yourself that now? Because I always now? yeah because like after doing this podcast for a while, I don't do it with normal movies. No, any movie I'm watching, I'm like I don't do I it with I don't do it with nor- I only do it with movies that we are. Doing for the podcast yeah. is the only time that I think about it. And usually five to ten minutes in, I decide whether I would stream it or don't stream it. It popped up in my head because I know you guys ask, yeah. but I was like, don't make a decision. Right. Keep your keep an open I, mind. I usually. But I spent the whole movie waiting for something to happen. When I when I'm going for stream it or don't stream it, literally what it is in my head is that I go. I make a decision about 10 or 15 minutes in and then I wait for the movie to change my mind. Yeah. And with this one, uh, about 15 minutes in, I was like, I don't think I'm going to say stream it. And you know what changed my mind? It was the second time she hit him with the snow globe. <laughs> the second time she hit him with the snow globe at the end of See, the movie. See, but that's the whole problem. I was like, like yep. A, a fucking snow and to be completely globe, honest. Like, really? What's wrong with the snow globe? Honest, it's so, uh, it's like, head, yeah, no kidding. Had she hit him a third time, 
which I was hoping was going to happen, uh-huh. I would have given it an emphatic don- or an emphatic stream it. Because it would have mm. just been like, ah, oh, there's this great moment where she hits him, and then she uses the Leaning Tower of Pisa to completely make sure he's dead. And had there been a third time where it was like just for her, yeah, I would have been like, yeah, this is fun. Uh, I kind of uh, I kind of got that vibe with those last hits from the we didn't release it yet, but the episode of. Oh, what was it? The fucking horror movie we just watched where the three people get axed at the end. First Summoning? First Summoning. Um, Yeah, the end of First Summoning, spoiler alert, three people get axed like one after the other, and it's a nice slow scene. And I kind of got that from the snow globe smashing. But I think Mike's point, too, is like, if that's the best part of the movie, is I got to wait the whole thing to see someone get fucking knocked in the head? No, this is the thing. I don't think that's the best part of the movie. I just liked it. Well, that's what gave it the. That's what it, finally that's what, put it over that, the top. I, I wanted that guy to die, and then yeah? I wanted you think him. He to, deserved death. I wanted yes, I wanted <laughs> him to die, and then he did, and then I was satisfied. I felt nothing. He he. <laughs> I felt nothing. He hit someone because all right. The snow. First off, snow globe. It's like how many times I'm gonna watch. It's always the fucking snow globe. Is what I mean. It's a little bit in clue. It's always just well, snow, yeah, snow globe just, even, we, even an option in clue. No. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I've seen it. <laughs> Too many times. Name one other movie where someone gets hit with a snow globe. Um, there's a. Her name's Jessica Lang, and uh, they're having an affair, and she ends up hitting. It's always the fucking snow globe. All right. I know that there's a snow globe death scene in the show Heroes, where it's Zachary always, Quinto kills the character that's his mom by he like levitates a bunch of snow globes and then he kills her with them. Levitates snow globes. I always <laughs> thought it was the stupidest fucking. He, like, took her apartment. She's got all these snow globes, and he, like, levitates them all and f- flings them around her like they are the snow, and she is in a snow globe, and then he fucking uh-huh. kills her with them, and I was always just like, this is the dumbest. <laughs> like, this is very stupid. Do you guys like snow globes? You know anyone who collects snow globes? They're fine. They're okay? I don't particularly like snow globes. I don't get it. You I pick it up, you shake it, and then you, you're supposed to watch it? That's my thing. What do you do with I'm it? I'm like, what, am I, what do I do with this? Yeah. I think it's for four-year-olds. I I just be think there's better. I just think there's more interest. But I can't like I can't fault it. If you like collecting something, collect it. Yeah, I guess. So. Like, who gives a shit? Uh, let me ask you something. My favorite character in this movie, by far, by a mile, by a country mile. Can I guess? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're gonna guess right. Uh, is Uncle Julian? Oh, Uncle Julian. Yeah. Crispin Glover plays such a good, psychoed out there, traumatized person. I don't think he's playing a character. Oh yeah, he's just happened. I to think be it's on set. just. I think he just happened to be on set. And he was already wearing the period garb, yep. because that's just Crispin Glover. I and he was I sitting there. Chapter forty-five. Yeah. Slowly. They didn't even. They didn't even <laughs> write lines for him. That's. He's talking about the next. He's talking about the next experimental film that he's going to make, and he's talking about how he's going to. He's going to start chapter forty-five of his experimental film slowly, and they were just rolling. He kind of saves the movie for me. If there was more of him, it might have been it might have swayed me for a stream it. Um, but let me ask you a question because I, so we find out later on that uh, Mary Cat, the weirdo one, uh, is actually the one, not Constance, 
who uh, murdered the mom, dad, and aunt. Yeah, and, and we po- couldn't care less. And we kind of couldn't care less. Everyth- that everything also, that happens in this movie, that you couldn't is care correct. less. That is correct in that I couldn't care less yeah. about that. Yeah. And we also kind of knew, you know how I always say I'm not trying to figure out the movie? I hate when people are like, oh, I knew that from the first one. I hate that shit, because no, you didn't. You suspected it, and whatever. You also yeah. suspected it 30 other things that didn't happen. You must though. hate me, because yeah, I, I figure out movies constantly. <laughs> but you keep it to yourself, though, and it's not like you brag about it or anything. People, people who think they're like, brag... I don't know if that's supposed to be impressive where it's like, oh, I knew right away that this was how it ended. It's like, no, you didn't. But that's the problem with this movie. I'm always annoyed. We thought she killed him anyhow. Like, it didn't matter. It's like, oh, yeah, the big reveal of what we knew from the The second this started. Even me, the guy who's really not trying to, like, figure out a movie ever, I was like, she definitely killed her parents. (laughs) Look at how she acts compared to how Constance acts. Yeah. She's like, she. first of all, it's supposed to be, I think, like the 60s or the 70s. It's the 60s. It's 60s, 62. 62, okay. Which I only know because there's a there's a sticker inside the, the, the cousin's car when he's driving away at one point that says 62. Oh, okay. Like he's got like a parking sticker or some yeah. kind of thing in the window and it says 62. Well, for 62, everyone is dressed appropriately except for Mary Cat, who dresses like a gay art student from the 80s. <laughs> Where is she getting these shirts from? I think that she dresses like a she dresses like an art student right fucking now. Right fucking now, yeah, she does. I've seen. I'm pretty sure I've seen Mary Cat walking There's around. There's the amount Williams of times Street. that I have seen art school kids walking around Brooklyn in those shirts, where I'm like, where I'm like, whose curtains did you steal to make that <laughs> shirt? <laughs> whose but, floral curtains did you rip down and make a shirt out of? So hold on. We find out eventually that Mary Cat is the one responsible for these murders, and she says, "I put it in the sugar because you never take sugar, Constance, yeah. and I love you." And I would that's never right. Hurt I you. never take sugar. Uh, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> that's right. I never take sugar. Um, but she says she did this because even Constance agrees. She's like, "Well, our parents did horrible things to us," which I think they're alluding to probably molestation. Or v- abuse, some sort of abuse. I'd yeah, imagine. Yeah, there's some kind of abuse that never gets. There's explained. some kind of abuse that doesn't really get explained. I think that it's supposed to be like physical violence abuse. Yeah. Because they keep alluding over and over and over that the cousin is just like the dad. Ah, uh, yes. That over and over and over, it's that the cousin becomes more and more like the dad, mm. where he's seemingly it's like, and they kind of allude to it that it's throughout different people's moments where it's like the dad is concerned about money and the dad is concerned about like like social status and the dad is concerned about all these different things like like uh, keeping up appearances and it seems like that's what like the cousin is also about right yeah i see that and he's like and he's like weird and violent my question is this though and luckily he was spared but why julian does maricat have something against Julian or was he just kind of like an innocent bystander? Cause he seems, I mean, now he's obviously traumatized. He has like PTSD, whatever. He's kind of like, yeah, he doesn't recognize people. Sometimes he thinks there are other people, uh, but he seems like a nice guy. Or was there no abuse? And Mary cat just wanted Ooh. Constance for herself. Ooh. Or was Mary cat just fucked up? Right. What I don't what I don't understand and I think that I think that they they allude to it at a certain point when she sees her dead parents. When she yeah. when Mary Cat is out by her thing, her mm-hmm. little witch area <laughs> and I don't know what to call it. <laughs> Your little witch She's coven. got her little witch area and when she sees her parents, her dad says that she's her favorite. Like, don't ever punish my favorite kid. 
My favorite Mary Cat. Like, my favorite Mary Cat. Which does suggest that he hates the older daughter. Oh, so maybe... I don't know why. Maybe other than was mostly abused. And other Mary than Kat that's what I'm thinking is her. is that is that the only person is that Constance was wanted her sister to love her and she cared about her sister so much, and I think that the sister whose name I cannot remember Constance Constance, and Constance uh, I think that it's that there's the entire thing of that it's the there's the guy in town who's a firefighter Mm -hmm. who wanted to be with Constance and then the dad ruined it like the dad stepped in and said no and like made him lose his job and that's my side chick that's what he said yeah I got my wife and I got my oldest daughter who maybe I'm having sex with and then I have an art student who lives at home with me yeah um there's definitely a weird moment there there's definitely such a I've never seen a movie where cousins wanted to fuck each other more. Yeah, what's going on with that? That was so weird. That's also why it's easier for me to think that the abuse was sexual because she's like Constance is open to it. Constance is like take me dancing. But they also didn't to allude to like they didn't have any kind of like exactly what the abuse type of stuff was other than he was just a shitty dad. That's where that's where my problems lie with this movie though is that it could have made it more interesting if like, again, Mike, something happened. It's not even that something happened. This is the problem. When things happened, there was no feeling to it. Like, Constance gets raped at one point, and it just comes across like some other Constance thing. got raped? When did she get raped? Yeah, she gets pulled out of the house. They rip off her clothes, and they rape her. And then the well, they, they, didn't, they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't rape her. They, uh, they were like, <laughs> I went back I went back and watched it again because I was like, no, they like, they like beat her and stuff like that, but they didn't, there's, there wasn't, they were, there's there one, was, there's a thrust there was implied, and the sound, there's yes. a thrust, there's, there's a thrust and sound and, and then it's like black cuts and then it's the uh, cop going, oh, Julian's dead as a dead man in the house, everybody get the F out of here and that guy runs away, pulls his pants up. Full frontal penetration you're saying? No, he, uh, <laughs> I think it was from behind. <laughs> But I yeah, I do, I do believe I there was penetration. I think that he was, How did we miss I that? that? <laughs> I think that he was... I and they wake up outside on the ground. I thought that what was going to happen was that he was going to rape her. I but think then there they was a thrust. it with the gunshot. There's a, there's a sound. You think he got it in there's there before th- the gunshot? There's a thrusting sound that sounds... When you say there's a sound, what do you mean like... <laughs> yes, like that. Like a, force, like a forceful... There's no way. There's no fucking way. Can we, go, can we pull it up? I Is that possible? No, we can't. And I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Even if we could. Well, I went back because I go, did she just get raped? You're looking around at nobody in your living room like, did she just get raped? <laughs> I went back because, and it does make that sound. I go, wow, this is like, that was a lot. And then, and we just I, keep, keep moving. We just I keep will on say moving. This, I will say this, is that um, there's... There was a moment in the movie where I was like, I would like this movie more if it was less, if it was, if it was just straight up darker. Yeah. Like if it was a, if it was a darker, more fucked up thing, it was too playful. That's why earlier when I was saying the worst movie thing is that, or the worst way to describe the movie is that it was very Tim Burton, is that its darkness was very playful. Yeah, and I didn't like that as much as like like once the fire and stuff started and it started getting like oh this is fucked up. I was happier with the movie because I was like I wanted it to be more fucked up than it was, but it was just kind of like playfully fucked up until this woman gets raped. Well, that's what I mean. It's like that a rape just happened. Imagine your house goes on fire and the people show up to put it out, rape you. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. It's that's w- pretty. It was bizarre. I'm like, what? the Well, hell because is I this? feel like it. 
I feel it, it once again, had it not been done in a style that was so Tim Burton, Wes Anderson. Yeah, because baby, in the, in the it, end, it's like, I love you. Right. What does she say? Who says it? Whatever. Constance Mary, says, Constance says, says to Mary I Cat, love you, I love Mary you. Cat. And like, she's content with that. Yeah. After they just murdered their cousin. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that was supposed to be like, you know, she feels this and it means something. But how could it mean anything like this? The, well, and that was the was thing that the thing whatever. that I thought was happening. But then I thought back to the movie and I was like, no, that's not what happened. Was that had it been that Mary Cat was getting abused as well and that the parents hated her. Um, and there had there not been the scene where she saw her parents and they were like, we love you. You're the best. I thought what it was initially was, oh, maybe this is the first time anybody has ever said I love you to Mary Cat. Like, everybody in town hates her. Everybody in her life has hated her. She finally got rid of everybody around that finally her sister is like, I love you. And she's like, oh, my God, somebody loves me. And that, that would have worked better had it uh, been a way darker movie. And that, w- yeah, and had it been a way darker movie, I think it would have worked better. Also, in fairness, Mary Cat could try a little harder not to be a little fucking weirdo creep. Maybe the people in town wouldn't hate her so much if she like made eye contact and said thank you once in a while. I said, you know "Hey, how's your day going?" Well, she you know goes what in I like? Gets a coffee at the coffee shop. I like, thought it was weird. Do my car. So she's being. This is, she's enjoying some time. There's for a herself. much more interesting movie that could have been made with this entire thing. That is, I want to know. I want to know everything about that waitress. Yeah. There was the moment that they were at, like when they, like every interaction that anybody had with her. I had this moment where I was like. I want this whole movie to be about this waitress. I don't know why. You there was some kind of electric moment on screen that I was just like. It was the potential of an interesting character. I was character. like, oh my God, you're like, you're the only person in town who cares about this thing. Please let this whole story be about you and Mary Cat and, so, and some kind of coming of age thing. And then it wasn't. And I was so sad. Two people I could have used more of. One, the waitress. And two was, I don't remember her name, but she's early on in the film. She comes to visit with a friend. And uh, it's evident that yeah. she visits consistently. Like she, she's trying to get these people out of the house. She's trying to be yeah. a good person, trying to be friendly. Yeah. And uh, that was actually probably my favorite scene: is the friend kind of revealing that she's a huge fan of this murder, and Julian coming in and yeah. doing his whole gothic like, like macabre. No one knew it would be our last meal. And she's like, "Can I see the dining room?" And he's like, "Of course." Of course. <laughs> like, he loves it. Like he ba- this is the best thing that's of ever course, happened to his life. I'm Crispin Glover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Crispin Glover. Let me tell you everything about the deaths. <laughs> and he won't be stopped either. Where, like, he anything you throw at him, he throws back. She's like, she's like, Julian, please. There's such a thing as taste. He's like, taste, like the taste of arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Uh, if it was more, more the waitress, more the lady who came to visit, and more Julian, and just darker in general. I, I could have used some more occult stuff. I couldn't tell if there was actually occult things Here's, going on. Well, or no, not. that's uh, this is my thing, which I actually wrote down, which is, uh, which I think that, like, one of the things that I that I recognize in this, I wrote down two different things about it. Um, were there any weird things that you did as a kid to suppress anxiety? Because that's what it felt like was every time she was burying things or whatever, it was things are changing in my life. And I have no control over them. And I'm just trying to gain some amount of control while, while this girl deals with anxiety. And none of it is doing anything. It's not actually 
It's not suppressing. It's well, only for that. her. We don't know if these well, spells no, like, have been working. That's what I took it as, was that all of these spells, all these things she's burying, all this stuff, as it's not working, it's that for a very long time, Mary Cat has done these different things to suppress her own anxiety, and because nothing was changing in the town and nothing was changing in her house, it felt like it was working. And the moment that you enter in the cousin, mm. now you have an actual change that has physically happened to all of them, so her quote-unquote spells aren't doing shit. But all of them are just a... They're, they're a practice that she does as a way to sustain, like, to, to some push sort of away... And- and sustain some kind of control over her life and some kind of, like, quell some kind of anxiety. Before we answer that question, though, is there something magical going on? Because something does unearth her jars and something does take the book off the tree, right? Well, but was that the cousin? Was it the cousin? Was that the cousin? Because the cousin starts finding all these things buried and sees her burying all this money and stuff like that. And he can't believe that all this money and uh, where has he been, been? And she's been going off to the woods to do this thing. And like even that's a little inconsistent because why didn't he take the money for himself? If he was in this for money, like he's almost mad at them for just being. I think that I think yeah. the reason why is because he wanted all the money. He wanted the money. He wanted the, he wanted the house. Yeah, he wanted the safe. He wanted the he wanted the money in the safe. He wanted the money that was everywhere, and he also wanted the house, and he wanted the land, and he wanted everything. Which is why he had that conversation. He he's trying to get he's trying to get Crispin Glover into a hospital. He's trying to he's like, who do you think is going to be here, like in a year? Who do you think is going to be here? You or me? Yeah. And pretty like, good line. It's that's to a bully very, a teenager. A very, yeah, to bully a teenager. Um. Uh. Actually, that's what hit so cl- probably the thing that hit closest to home was uh. To answer your question, I used to bury $100 bills in Sprite bottles, empty Sprite bottles all around my yard. Did you really? Crisp $100 bills. that would be bills. amazing. No. Fucking, come on. Crisp $100 bills in Sprite bottles. Because uh, in that case, I'm going to your parents' house and I'm digging it for the night. Where is that last location? Um, I do things, I would not say at all that I'm OCD because uh, obviously OCD is a much more extreme condition than the little like ritual things that I do. And I also don't really believe in consequences if I don't do them. But the things I do find myself doing still to this day include counting, uh-huh. uh, like counting my teeth inside my head with my tongue Yeah. in in reps of four. So it'll be like one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one, and then I'll do that backwards where it's four, three, two, huh. one, one, two, three, four, and then that completes a set. And then, but it's one of those things where like you ask me a question while I'm in the middle of doing that, I'm like, "How? Oh, what's up?" It's not like I'm like, yeah. "Hold on, I have to," yeah, or my brother's gonna get hit by a truck. But that was like a thing that like calmed you down, like if you were freaking out or anything like down. that. I don't. I just know that I do it. I still yeah. do it to this day. There's things. Uh, if I'm at my old home, when I walk down the stairs, I have to touch the right wall, the left wall, and the top of the stairs. Yeah. I don't have to, but I always do. Yeah, you always do. And like even once in a while I'll be like, I'm not gonna do it and then I'll And go for down some and reason and for some reason that like makes you comfortable and steady as you're coming down the stairs or something like that. I don't I mean I guess so, probably, but I don't know. I don't know why it's just things I do. Yeah. Strange counting is a lot of them though, usually. Definitely yeah. counting in my head. Two you got anything? <laughs> Keep like your piss in jars or something like right that. Right now, Tui is uh, <laughs> rubbing his stomach while patting his head, <laughs> switching every thirty <laughs> seconds. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. Uh, it's I'm calm, okay. Calming. One time, I'm dating this girl, and her mom goes something, something, touch wood, like knock wood, and I was like, no. 
and it became a thing. She was like, please touch wood. Yeah. Please. The, the mom was like, just like touch the coffee table. She's like, just just knock it. And I was like, no. I'm no. Like, That's not going <laughs> to it's not gonna do anything. And it was like, but it became kind of serious. Destroyed your, it destroyed and her anxiety. Why couldn't you just do it to ease her? <laughs> yeah, because I was- You I like torturing her at this point? I was, I don't know. You're like coming close you're to knocking a, wood. You're, you're like, such ah. a prick. Yeah, just, I was just being a prick, I guess. But I got your wood right here. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, it was. Just, but out of principle, now I don't do it. And so oh, you, you know, so now someone. So this says still it, happens. though? you go over there. Anyone who like, if someone says that, I just don't do it now. Now it's I'll usually now knock my on thing wood. is I won't do it. If yeah. someone says knock on wood, I'll I look won't for wood knock on knock. wood. I but if there's none in the room, I'm not a, gonna. I have a thing like that. That was a buddy in high school. If you were driving over train tracks, he said you had to lift your feet off the bottom of the like the floor of the car. I don't even think I could do bad, that depending on the car. Or it was a bad omen. And like now, I defiantly like I think about it when I go over to like sometimes you keep your feet down. No, no, I I I like defiantly keep my feet on the fucking floor. I would like that one if you added and when you gotta go when you go over the tracks, you gotta lift your feet and you gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Just make it fun, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I also do. I take deep breaths by cemeteries. Do you really? Yeah, because they say don't breathe in because like the ghosts, the ghosts of whatever you're not supposed to breathe in. Breathe in ghosts, and I go. <laughs> I love that all your things are just like, yeah, it's fuck all you. It's fuck Bart, you, it's Bart everybody. Simpson, uh, yeah, it's all Bart Simpson. Breathing mine, ghosts. Mine when I was a kid was that I used to count change. Oh. I would keep change. Like I would, I would always, uh, for some reason, I, I don't know whether it was just m- like we didn't really have money problems in my house. Um, it was that was always usually pretty fine, but I think that just knowing that I had money. Was really important to me. <laughs> I'm imagining you as the old man at the end of Vegas vacation, where he's like, "The money, I won the money, the money." A young Stephen, like just pulling. No, coins it's not really. Himself. It wasn't really that. It was just that it was like I would collect. I would, I would, I would get coins from different places, whether it was like in the couch or whether it was like I would, I would, you know, if I had change from anywhere or anything like that. And then I had a little money box when I was a kid. It started where it was like I've got a little coin bank, and then it turned into I've got a, like an actual like lockbox like money box, and it had all its little slots for you know quarters and dimes or whatever. Yeah. And I would just habitually like every day count all of it. I just and I knew like there was a certain point in my life when I knew exactly like this is how many dimes I have. This yeah. is how many nickels I have. This is how many quarters I have. He Off the like, top of my head. Seems like even if everyone dies and everything goes to hell, I have this <laughs> six dollars and eighty-seven cents. I was no well, one no, could take that I away was from an, me. I was an ungodly. Nickels, quarters. I was an ungodly. Yeah, no, it was kind of that. I I was an ungodly. Nickels, twenty-seven quarters. I was an ungodly anxious child. Yeah. And so I I had a lot of different weird things that I did, and. Um, and I was definitely, when I was a, when I was a little kid, I didn't understand what any of it was. Um, but there, there are kids that like when they're around like four, like third, fourth grade, uh, they hump things like chairs or like the sides of tables or stuff like that. It's like a very regular thing that happens. I'm still going through that. With, I get it. Yeah. Um, it's hard. Hard to break habits. I, I, I do understand it by four. that like you one, still two, got... Three, Jesus, three, man, four. stop. <laughs> like, sorry, why are sorry. you... Can't four, just three, hump, two, one. You can't just hump the table that we're doing so the podcast nice at. Table, this is yeah. fucking ridiculous. All this equipment makes me... Um, so hot. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh but yeah no i was one of those kids and uh and as i got into therapy later in life i remember telling a therapist that and she was like oh that's an anxiety thing like if you have terrible anxiety like when like most of the time if a kid ends up like humping stuff it's predominantly because they have a lot of anxiety and they have no way to like release it and it's pre having sexual thoughts but their body had like wants to like like innately goes towards that type of thing to try to reduce anxiety i think Um, my dog has a lot of anxiety (laughs) i mean he's just a humping machine i think the problem is is that you keep humping the dog no and then that i draw the line at (laughs) bestiality steven that's the line. That's Everything line. before you fuck a dog is, is fine. okay. Once you, well, not my dog. I'll fuck a dog, but my <laughs> dog. No, I love that dog. Was um, anyone else waiting for them to say we have always lived in the castle? We have I always was. lived in the castle. I was. I thought that was. I was like, be they better when, fucking say it. When she was, when she <laughs> was writing, when she was writing her own stuff. In I the thought book, that's. I thought she was gonna end say that it. moment yeah. with with we have always lived in the castle. Agreed. Yeah. I don't always like that. Does that take you out of a movie when the song? I love says when the they do it. Movie? I love it. Who is it? It's like Family Guy is a joke about that or something, right? They said it. Oh, they said <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, and then there's there was another thing that I wanted to ask you guys, kind of related to the anxiety thing, which was there. There seems like throughout the entire thing that Mary Cat is just resisting growing up. Like she she's resisting a lot of things. She's resisting a massive amount of stuff, but as change is happening, she just doesn't want to grow up she doesn't want things to change yeah and i was wondering whether there was ever a time where you like very harshly resisted just like having to grow up one time my parents told us that we were going to move to ireland and i just started sobbing (laughs) 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 like you ever receive such news that like you immediately begin crying (laughs) and i think uh I think this was their like testing the waters to see how the kids would react, and I'm pretty sure I put that idea to bed real quick because <laughs> I was. They were like, if if Dennis is gonna start sobbing uncontrollably, I don't know how the other ones are Jesus gonna take Christ, it. Dennis, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this fucking kid. My dad's is like, I just want to go back and see my family and this fucking kid. Um, I don't know. I don't think I ever really resisted growing up. I did get a. You know what gave me anxiety and made me feel bad was when everyone started having sex and i wasn't i didn't have sex until Mm, like early 20s yeah but it it wasn't the fact that i wasn't having sex it was the fact that it was like this loss of innocence thing yeah when you would hear from like a friend like a girl who you were just friends with but you were and she'd be like i sucked some guy's dick last night i'd be like holy shit (laughs) (laughs) this is real life like this is coming at me fast line where it's people are having sex and he goes and he goes people we know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt. I was just like, and you know, at the time, I was just like, oh my god, this is like, I don't even know this person anymore. Yeah. And then you know, fast forward a couple years later, and I'm like, hey, good for you getting out there and sucking dick. You gotta live life, you know. <laughs> good for good for you. Don't let other people Did shame you. Pat you for them it. on the head at the same like. Good for you, sport. I'd like gently punch them in the shoulder. Okay. Be like, good for you. Did you have any? Did you have any resisting? Growing up, no, I don't. I'm not. I feel sure like you have one. been. You have been on the fast track. A to thirty-five-year-old. I feel like e- even if you're not already, you're. You've been a thirty-five-year-old New yeah, York they, guy, like Long Island a, guy, since you were like six. It's true. I think I had to like act like I knew more. I was more of an adult at a very early age. You had to be mature. I feel like at six on. or at six or seven, your parents were like, "Oh, you want to start a Kool Aid stand?" And you were like, "No, I'm running numbers." <laughs> <laughs> were you Were you a latchkey kid? 
Is that when Were you, you just, like? I just I, it was me. I just took care of my younger sister and my my uh, divorce and when I was in seventh grade, mm-hmm. and then it was yeah, my mom worked, and then so it was just me and her basically. Yeah. Was most like that was most of the time. So I yeah, I was the old, I was the authority, I was the stepping in. How much older? How much older are you than your sister? Uh, five years, five and a half. Okay, years. yeah, that's enough. So it's like yes, yeah, so that was that's that's because my I have twin older brothers, and they were the authority in certain scenarios, but they're only like two and a half years older than me. So especially as we got older, I started realizing just how not older than me they were. Sure. Like now it feels like like they're still definitely like, oh, they're my older brothers. There's something in my head about that growing up. But like there's definitely the moment now where they say certain things and I'm like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> like fuck you. You're two <laughs> years older than me. That shit's not going to work like, on this me This isn't going to fly on me right now. Yeah. Um, I got a question for you guys. Because uh, this family was so revered by the town. And uh, actually, I got two questions. I'll start with this one. Do you think in that situation, you're one of the townspeople, you go run up to see the fire, uh, do you resist mob mentality or do you run into the house and ransack? I hated when they started breaking the windows. I was like, fuck you guys. Leave these people alone. Like Their fucking house is burning down. Don't break their fucking windows. I was annoyed. I you're raping them. You're breaking windows. <laughs> yeah, their house is on fire. Leave them alone. <laughs> Leave them alone. I uh, my <laughs> thought on that one was uh, I wouldn't have even gone to the house. You wouldn't even gone to the house fire. I wouldn't. You'd be care. robbing all their houses. Like, no, I would fire. be at home sitting there being like, I probably one. I would have been asleep. Somebody would have been like, this house is on fire, and I would have been like, okay. I got work tomorrow. <laughs> like, okay, I'm not getting out of bed. <laughs> I don't care. I really um, like the uh, nursery rhyme. That was probably my favorite part of the whole movie. Wait, nursery rhyme? Constance said to Mary Cat, would you like a tea? Mary Cat said to Constance, no, you'll poison me. Yeah. And then something about burning in hell. or <laughs> Not burning in hell, but like, I don't know, I'm dying, going nine feet deep into I, the hole. This that is my thing. Like a horror movie feel. One yeah. of my favorite characters, my favorite turn, and I did really like it, was the really angry old guy who was the first one to bring them food the next day. I did day. like that as well. I What I really liked about that was was that... And he made sense to me as a character because he's old. He's lived in this town forever. This family has been in charge of things forever. The dad was apparently terrible to different people in the town. He has pent up go fuck yourself energy. Yeah. Like he's an old man and he's been it feels like the whole movie that guy's been screwed over. And then he came and he broke a chair and he did this thing. And the next day he woke up and had a realization like I had a little movie in my head Mm -hmm. of that guy in that moment that was like. You wake up the next day and you're like, ah, like they weren't. His wife's like, you weren't there last night, were you? He's like, I was. She's like, what? What? Tim. Take them this food. (laughs) What did you do? And then. Did you rape Constance? (laughs) But then there was the realization. (laughs) It's the realization in that moment, like of that guy where like to me, it was the thing of like none of the people that were in the house when the fire happened are the people who screwed him over. Right. Like, none of those people screwed this guy over. They're just over. kids, really. They're just kids. Yeah. And, like, there was a moment with that with that guy in my head where I was like, oh, this is nice. Because I could understand looking at the big man on the hill that screwed you out all this money for years and years and years, and you're like, fuck these people. And then you get to you, you get one over on them, and you get to go into their house and steal shit and break stuff. And then you're like, oh, wait. Like, the people who did all that stuff to me, they're dead. Yeah. Like they're not around these people that I did it to. They're not the same people. And that I thought was an interesting little turn in the movie. Um, 
because, but like the kids, the little kids, I was so confused. I was like, why do you hate them? Oh, that's the easiest one to explain. Why are you weird about this? That makes sense. That's easy. Little kids just want to hate. You know what I mean? They hear the stories. They got the nursery rhyme. Maybe I was just a really nice kid in the sense that was like. Kids don't have a lot of empathy. I was angry and I was weird. But at the same time, like, I didn't really hate anybody. Well, you could identify bullying, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I'm not saying you were bullied, but like. And I was happy that Mary, Mary, Mary Cat. Mary Cat. Maricat came to the door when the kids Maricash. were screaming. Yeah, like I was happy she actually went. That there was and pretty she was like, Yeah. She, well, no, she and that was I. I would one of the things that I had with it was that I was like I would have loved this mo- moment so much more if this movie had been darker. Is that she like in that moment and then turning to her sister and being like, "Do you think I could eat a baby?" Is that I was like, oh, yeah. what the had hell was this that? been? That was great. It that was, was funny. There were small great moments. Yeah. It was funny, but I, it was this moment where I was like, had this movie been a little bit darker? And then there was this moment at the end where it was like, no, we're gonna accept. We're gonna eat our babies. true darkness in this thing. And then it ended on this note of like, no, I'm the witch on the hill. Yeah. Then I would have been a little bit. I would have loved the movie a little bit more. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It just it was missing that sinisterness. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. I guess the whole time you're wondering where the evil really lies, like in the house, like who's gonna snap or who has that really dark side, and then you kind of find out it's the town itself that has the dark side. Yeah, you get that Frankenstein's monster moment of the mob going up there and stuff, but overall though, yeah, it was kind of slow, kind of flat, and it didn't have the the darkness I was looking for. Also, the people the next day bring in the food. Food's great. Why don't you fix the fucking window? That was what I thought. <laughs> or like bring a chair. What I out. thought was like what I thought was like where's where's anybody coming to be like, Do you want help with your wanna roof? Help fil- Do you fix want this? Yeah. I can fix the windows and if you let that's me how in. They assimilate back and into then the they community. assimilate back into the co- that's what I thought was gonna happen. Yeah. And I'm fine with it not happening because they get to have their own life where they're over here doing their own thing. But I thought what was going to happen in that moment was, oh, this guy's going to show up with food and then somebody else is going to show up to fix the house and then this other thing's going to show up and then they're going to get assimilated into the community as part of the community because the community ruined their home and then helped them fix it and then now they're part of the town again. I wonder if they're like really keeping to the book and maybe that's why. I did a quick reading. Yeah, I did a quick reading of the synopsis of the book and uh, this feels like a very faithful Yeah. Adaption. As it and was I happening, I was like, "This, this." Uh, as everything was happening, I was like, "I'm pretty sure this is a faithful this adaption." Exactly. Of the book. And that's yeah. the problem with the movie. And yeah, most movies where you watch and it's an adaption, I will, I will find out because Kit is loves this book. Oh yeah, and hasn't watched the movie yet, and I know she's gonna watch it and be like, "This was wrong and that was wrong." And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, um, well, the big, I looked it up. I was very surprised to see that this is the first ever film adaption of this story. Which, for some reason, I just found that surprising. Because sometimes you hear about a movie that, like, even um, A Star is Born. What's that, the fucking fourth time a movie made out of that thing? Uh, I bet you the book, not to be cliche, is better because you get that inner monologue of Mary Cat so much more. that's what I I thought. And I bet that's really dark. Yeah. But they didn't utilize... But anyway, so it seems like this is a very faithful adaption to the book. And most of the times when you see a movie adaption... A lot of the times, in my opinion, the big criticism will be like, oh, they took too much creative freedoms or like they they changed too much from the book. This, I feel like they could have changed more, could have given us a little more. You know? I think, well, no, I think that the, um, I think my problem with it was, as I mentioned before, the kind of quirky Wes Anderson, Tim Burton merger thing. It was too directorially stylized 
to be a thing, to be like this, look at this quirky family in this quirky town. Yeah. Like, uh, that bothered me more than, because had it been a little bit more straight up in the way that it was presented, I think that the payoff would have been better. That's fair. Like, it just, because there was a certain sense of magical realism that was happening. A little bit, yeah. But also not. It's like, it's all on Mary Cat's head, but I kind of wanted it to be real, or at least something. Like, maybe the house yeah. had certain power, there was magical I wanted there, in yeah, the house like there because was of the murders. Realism because certain things were happening that shouldn't have been happening, and she kind of had magic powers, but didn't, but then saw her dead parents, but like, what? Is that just a vision, or is that what? Is that Are a those vision, ghosts? or is that, you know... Um, let me ask you guys this, and we'll start wrapping up, but do you guys have any... Local legends from your hometowns or things like that where there was maybe a family that was revered or just just something that if you asked anyone in the town about, they'd be like, oh, yeah, I know about that. Um, I'll start off with mine, and I'm sure there's a guy like this in a lot of towns, but we had Buttman in Valley Stream, and I think Buttman still walks the streets. Buttman. Excuse me? Buttman um, goes around picking up cigarette butts, and he finishes oh, okay. them and he smokes them. Twist. And the classic story is... Definitely his, thought it was a different kind of butt. Yeah, I thought his, it was a butt. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Ass Man, Howard Stern <laughs> at the MTV Video Awards. Um, no, but Buttman would go around picking up cigarette butts and smoking them, and the story goes that his wife died of cancer, and on her deathbed, she made him promise that he would never smoke a full cigarette again, so he only smokes the butts. And a catch, catch to the story, he owns like half the town, allegedly. You know what I mean? Like, where does Buttman go at night? No one knows, but we know that he owns tons of property. Is this true? Probably not. Probably not. But this is this like uh, most people in Valley Stream can I mean, tell could you that story. Be. I believe, especially could if be true. it's true. Could be true, especially. Until <laughs> he's like, it's not. I'm sure that it's, it's not, not, but true. at the same time, I want to believe. Well, no, I, I mean that's one that. of those things. that's like <laughs> that's one of those things. that's like uh, that's just. I want to believe in I mean, that's one of those moments where it's like there are people that, you know, grief does weird shit to people. Yeah. And it so it very well could be that like there's he, a butt man in all of us. He <laughs> owned a bunch of there is there, <laughs> there is no, a butt it's man true. in all of us. It's true. There's there's a moment. <laughs> I, I think that everybody has potential. Everybody has potential to snap and everybody yeah. has potential where it's like you're going about your day and then it's just like. The wrong thing happens, and now you're just the guy yelling in the street. That's the Joker, right? Isn't that it? His whole thing, where it's like you could sn- some, you could have a day that turns you into me. You're one day away from being me. Yeah. Um, I I love how you're trying to compartmentalize though, where you're saying like grief is a strange thing. It does some of people. Who knows how he reacts? You know, it's also easy though. Is it's easy to come like when there's a vagrant in your town, staying yeah. in your town. It's fun to give him a cool story. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. That's Instead exactly of feeling depressed every yeah. time you see him, you'd be like, you know, Buttman has quite the tale. <laughs> yeah, Buttman has quite the tale. This, th- this, and this, and this happened to him, and now he only smokes the butts of cigarettes. Yeah, smokes in reality, alcoholic. Yeah, yeah right. So alcoholic. So lost sad. the house and it's kids. So yeah, lost sad. the house and kids. De- Vietnam degenerate veteran, gambler. Poor dude. Yeah, right. No, do you have one, Tui? Any any local legends? Um, there was a there's a crazy lady on the block, um, but we didn't. Re- I didn't have too many stories. She lived with a lot of cats. Uh, you know, she'd be outside, she'd pacing, she'd sweep the sidewalk. Mental illness, most likely. 
I mean, right now she sounds like just a person. You've, she's done nothing wrong. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, she'll, but she'll like she'd shout things at you, maybe. Yeah, get off her lawn, man. Nice things yeah. or just no, like, no, like uh, I have a lot of cats. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't make any sense. Okay. Things that don't make sense, you know. Right. But, um, All right. Sounds like she's crazy. Yeah, just like a crazy schizophrenic. Lady. Have you ever had ham? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had ham. You know. Nobody will like, talk to me. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, so that, but there was no... What if it's just your memory of her, and she was actually just, like, a really sweet lady who no, was, like, they cleaning up the Crazy neighborhood, Mary or whatever the hell they and simultaneously, it. all she wanted was a friend to talk to. Oh, You yeah, could no. have been that friend, Tui, but you're a prick, as yeah. we've established in no, this No, I don't have time for Crazy Mary. I haven't felt the touch of a man since I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> In my town, in my town, it wasn't right in my town. It was actually like I lived on the edge of town, mm-hmm. like a Bruce Springsteen song. No, I lived in I. We were an industrial town. My the town where I grew up is North Canton, Ohio. It's got the Hoover Vacuum Company. This sounds like and a Bruce Springsteen song. Still. It does kind of. Um, it's not Jersey though. It's Ohio. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And well, Jersey. The thing is, is that <laughs> in Jersey you have the kind of like we could end up in New York. <laughs> <laughs> and, and North in, Canton, they don't have that. And in North Canton, it's like we could end up in Cleveland, up and it's there. like, well, that's still shitty. But uh, but I uh, I lived kind of in the middle. I lived in a like a planned community, uh, but it was kind of in the middle of nowhere. When I moved there, it was like cornfields. It was cornfields and soybean fields all around me. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, by the time I was done with high school, the majority of those cornfields and soybean fields had been turned into other housing complexes. So then it was just the suburbs. But um, there's no more soybeans or yeah, cornfields. Yeah, exactly. But it was very much like the heartland. <laughs> and in if you drove further into the middle of nowhere, um, there was a road that was called Nimashillen Road, and there was uh. There was a tale of the of the Nimishillin lady. Nimishillin, Native American for I don't know. Ah, oh, come on! I was teeing you guys I up. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not gonna make fun of. Classic I'm not gonna make fun soybean. of soybean. <laughs> Native American words. It is a Native American word. I know it is, but as um, a white person, you're supposed to come up with a, a stupid. Listen, listen. Shane. I'm just I'm just trying to get canceled <laughs> over here. Okay. <sighs> Just you know, Native American for woke culture. <laughs> Nimishillin, uh, tired. Native American, Native American for these fucking white people. These cracker jacks. Um, but no, but there was a there was a woman. The tale was was that when you drove out on Nimishillin Road, which was this windy road through a bunch of woods, and then there would and then as you came through the uh, past the woods, there were these big estates. It was like giant houses set way back from the road. And the story was was that one of these estates was uh, was owned by that woman and her husband, and her husband died tragically. And she, in grief, had never gotten over it, and he was buried at the church that was right down the road. And she would go to his grave every night, and she would, in, like, uh, in a black dress and black veil and stuff like that, and just wait stand next to her grave next to his grave every night to grieve uh for him and then what you would do as a kid uh this as like so a 16 year old kid right is that you would drive over there with friends and then you would you would pull up slowly next to the thing and then you would see her and then whoever was driving would be like she sees us and then you'd pull away and whoever was in the car who hadn't been there before got scared okay that's um, that's fine i thought you guys were going to yell out like Get over it, Mayor! I don't know. Well, no, and like people would would yell and stuff like that. 
the lady doesn't actually exist. It's a statue of uh, it's a statue <laughs> of uh, the Virgin Mary next to a okay. big grave oh, that somebody's good. got in the in the graveyard. You if did you go surprise by me when you were like, and there she was, and we'd all see her, and I was like, really? This wait, this happened? No, 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 we all would see her because there's a form that looks like a lady because yeah, there's yeah. a statue. Did there. you ever go to like the Amityville Horror House? No, I never did any of that shit. Never went into. Is it is is it nearby? Yeah, Amityville from Valley Stream is like thirty minutes, twenty five minutes. Yeah, like you know, but. I did. I don't know. I was over in Seaford. It wasn't that far. Yeah, but like, what do you, you drive in front of it? You look at it, you're like, wow. Well, it's the same. It's like, yeah. It I mean, is a house. Some people got murdered there. It's like, I lived in Bushwick for five years. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a good point. We could go down to our corner and be like. Oh, yeah, there's a candlelit vigil on my corner. Yeah. You know, <laughs> somebody not, got murdered here. I'm like, this weird doesn't feel spooky with all this we reggaeton should, playing. We should set up a we should set up a company. <laughs> we should set up a company in Bushwick that is a haunted Bushwick tour that just so goes fast. corner to corner with with tourists and goes and goes. Five years ago, three people were shot dead over drugs here. <laughs> Tina moved here from North Canton, Ohio. <laughs> she had an art degree. One night she was going to the bodega. Get some toilet paper. To get some toilet paper. When all of they a sudden, say the <laughs> toilet paper rolls on its own here. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right. I think that this is a good talk. Anyone changing their minds? I almost want to change my mind, but it's still just you know. I no. think. Nope. I, you know. I'm I curious liked to it. see what a kid thought of it. Let me know what she thought of it. Yeah, I'll let you know. It, yeah. Um, Mike, you want to plug anything? You got a lot of dates coming up. Well, is this going to come out before? Oh, we're not going to release it. This is never being released. <laughs> How so do you feel about this one compared to your last uh, podcast with us? You didn't feel that great about your last appearance. Why am I on it club. still? Why are you on what? Why am I on? The what, you mean like why you haven't left yet? How do I? Like how why did, did I you? Why, why didn't I, you leave? It's not even finished. Yeah. How do you feel? I I don't know. A review inside of uh, the performance. I hope it, I hope you I hope everyone likes me. <laughs> <laughs> a true comedian. <laughs> Uh, I hope that I hope that you have per- person after person who listens to this come up to you and go knock on wood. Oh, that and you're be, just like, be great. Oh, fuck you, man. Would that be irritating? Please <laughs> hit up Mike Tui on all social media and oh, or yeah. in person and tell Can him to knock on wood. Everybody underscore Mike Tui. Every single person who listens to this, please. Your name's go underscore find Mike Tui. Underscore Mike Tui. Go okay. find underscore Mike Tui Instagram and send and him a message that says that says knock on wood. Oh, you're gonna knock, knock, knock on wood. Send him songs about knocking on wood. <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram, send him pictures, pictures of, knocking, of you on wood. knocking on wood. On Instagram, send him pictures of your wood. Send him everything. <laughs> All the wood you can get. Oh my God, my phone's never vibrated this much. <laughs> Are you looking up dates to plug? Well, so the September 25th, Parkside Lounge. Uh, that's a good one. And then I'm in a... October 8th, New Jersey, Nikki's Bar and Grill. It's this a will part probably, of the this probably Jersey, out by then. Uh, comedy, North Jersey Comedy Festival. Oh, nice. So that's Featured happening. performer this year at the North Jersey Comedy Festival. Nikki's Bar and Grill, October 8th. That's good. All right. Come out uh, to see him in New Jersey. I'll be headlining Wisecrackers in uh, Pennsylvania uh, October, sometime in October. Check me out on Facebook God, and Instagram, <laughs> and uh, I will be there headlining. <laughs> so if you want to see me do a long set and you live in Pennsylvania, come through. Nice. I'll be featuring people. Can I, fe- can I feature? Are you featuring? <laughs> yeah. Uh, everybody download, uh, for me, download the Vert app. Uh, Minis is going to be coming out soon. There's there's a bunch of other shows that are on there. Um, Definitely check out Minis. I'm sure good. That's Minis great. is going to be coming out soon, and then uh, I also have another show that's probably going to be coming out called A Taste of the Air. 
which is a sci-fi it's a movie that i shot like six or seven years ago that i just never cut and put out and then i decided i'm gonna i'm gonna cut it as a show um i i didn't cut it and put it out because i knew i didn't have enough footage for certain parts like i just was like "Eh, there's problems with this movie um but i realized that i could fix it i could fix most of the problems i have just by by making it into an episodic thing uh so i'm making that show Cool. Uh, so, and that's going to be on Vert as well. Check it out. All right, Mike. Thanks so much for being on, man. I had fun. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Sound very sincere. All right. Thank uh, you. <laughs> everybody, say goodbye. 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 Bye.